0: Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. And I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can make the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Women Faith Plus Business. So super excited to have Perlina Simmons with us today. Since 2006, Perlina's knowledge, guidance, and experience has helped startups, entrepreneurs, small businesses, nonprofits, and ministries build scalable, sustainable, and socially impactful companies and organizations. Always aware there are unexpected opportunities, Perlina encourages her clients to Push Beyond Limits to Achieve Their Goals. Perlina's book, Smart Growth Strategies for Your Faith-Powered Business, was published in December 2019, and she's also authored several e-books. When she's not working, writing, or acquiring new knowledge, Perlina enjoys spending time with her husband of 18 years and their two young children. Welcome to the show, Perlina! Perlina! Anything you would like to add to your awesome intro?
1: No, Nadine, I think you covered it. Thank you for inviting me to be with you today. I'm excited to talk to you about faith and business and women faith and plus business. I think that is a very key opportunity for us as a as a people group and as a as a as a group of women that we can really um, really move into this area with our with our faith. So thank yeah, you for definitely. inviting me to be here today.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for accepting the invitation. So as you know, this podcast is all about women of faith in business. And as entrepreneurs and business owners, there's a time where we had to take some type of leap of faith and actually start our businesses. So my first question to share with the audience is what made you take the leap of faith to start your business?
1: Well, thanks for asking. I started my business back, um, like you said, in 2006, really part-time. Um, and it was something that had been in my heart for a long time. I'd really wanted to uh, do that um, since I was in high school and I went to college for business. <laughs> that was all I wanted to do was be an entrepreneur. Um, so- and it was probably because I used to help my father with mm-hmm. business. Um, it wasn't until 2016, though, that I actually stepped out full-time. And that was definitely a leap of faith. So between 2006 and 2016, God took me on what I call um, a journey, uh, uh, almost like an apprenticeship journey, to just walk through a couple of um, opportunities to really expand my vision. And then in 2016, he called me to step out there on my own. And that was definitely a leap of faith after having had a steady source of income. It was like, now you really need to step out here and trust me for what you want, um, for what I want you to do. And so that was really the catalyst for me to go full time was his really prompting me in my heart that it's fine,
0: Yeah, um, I love that. There. Definitely. God puts us through a season, you know, that 10 years that you were learning and growing and then needing to be in the space of where 2016, is like, okay, now it's time. We've had that 10-year period. You always had that entrepreneurial spirit. So now it's time to fully trust in and lean on me to start Mm -hmm. this business full-time. So that's awesome. So as we know, you know, as entrepreneurs and business owners, it's not easy, right? right? This journey includes a lot of ups and definitely some downs. It involves pivoting, it involves changing, it involves evolving in so many different ways. So I'd love for you to share with the audience some of the key things that you feel you know have been some major pivots or changes that you feel led to share with the audience that you've been through in your business journey.
1: Sure. Um, I think the first, I started off my business doing business planning, primarily um, helping people with startups and growing. Um, and then I started to realize just there were different skill sets that mm. God had given me and that I Um, was more likely to be able to serve in different areas so I started to just um, increase my knowledge in the area of customer experience management, um, customer discovery, um, lean startup type of approach and to make sure that I was on top of some of the more recent techniques with business startups and so I've been moving more into helping people with strategic initiatives really launch those and grow them even um, in, intra- entrepreneurial type of things, entrepreneurial type of things, and that was a big pivot for me to move away from just is business planning and just mm. business plans. To let's write a plan, but let's execute that plan. Let's make that plan come alive. Let's really make that vision come um, come alive and accomplish what you really want to accomplish with that. And so that was um, a big pivot for me in terms of you know this is not just the planning piece. I need to see it executed all the way through. And so that's been a good, good move for me um, in terms of changing the focus of the business.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's so important. You know, we're both on the same page when it comes to strategy. And I felt the same way with my clients. It's like you have the whole strategy and the plan. Mm -hmm. But then if you leave them to the execution and then they kind of like don't come through with the execution or the implementation struggles, then the vision doesn't come to fruition. So actually leading them hand by hand by, you know, giving them and helping them with the strategy and the plan, but then also helping with the execution and the implementation are really the two keys that actually will allow the vision that they have for their business to reach fruition. So I love that. And God
1: helped you. We always say, yeah, we always say vision plus action Equal success. Equal success. You vision, yeah. action, before you Yeah, can have vision
0: with no action is, right. isn't going to get you anywhere. And then right. action with no vision isn't going to get you it's anywhere not, it's
1: either. It's going to get you the wrong place. Exactly. Right? So you You're going to end two. up not where you want to be.
0: Exactly. So you definitely need the two. So, of course, you are a woman of faith in business. So I'd love for you to share, how has faith played a role in your business specifically?
1: It plays a role in several different ways. Um, one, it, it plays a role in me every day, just connecting with God, like, Lord, what's important for this day, mm. for me, for my business, and for my clients. So I, I pray for my clients. I pray for their success. I pray for how we solve problems for them. I, that is a big part of my faith journey is that it's not just about me. It's about what is God trying to do through my client. Mm. and are my clients and how do i help them move forward according to his plan for their life and then i pray for, before every meeting i found that the meetings that i don't pray over are the worst meetings right But <laughs> so the meetings where i pray over them i invite him into those meetings those are the ones that he's really glorified in and that we can start seeing things move forward it's, it's amazing how um with me or whether I'm one-on-one with a client or one-on with me and a team of people that I'm working with Mm -hmm. those dynamics can shift easily when the Holy Spirit is invited into their environment versus when he's not yeah
0: definitely I agree part of my thing yeah yeah, being connected is key. And of course, prayer and inviting the Holy Spirit is a key way that you stay connected, you know, and making mm-hmm. sure that the environment is right. So you can actually help, you know, your clients get the right strategies when they're, they're you're being Holy Spirit led. And the meeting is being Holy Spirit led, that makes a difference. So there's one thing to be a woman of faith in business and praying, but it's also another to be open and on your business platform, talking about faith. So, you, of course, wrote the book, Smart Growth Strategies for Your Faith-Powered Business. So obviously, you believe in the importance of having faith out in the open, you know, letting people know about your faith and glorifying God on your business platform. So people come to that decision many different ways. Some people struggle with it, you know, especially coming from like a corporate environment, sometimes, you know, in corporate it's kind of frowned upon to, mm-hmm. you know, talk about faith and business. And, um, you know, as entrepreneurs, we have the freedom to build it however we want to build it. So did you have a struggle in saying, should I talk about faith on my business platform or did it come easy for you?
1: Yeah, it, at first it was all one. I had one approach to it. Everything was faith and business. And then as I started gaining more um, expertise in certain areas, I realized, you know, that I need to probably lead with the expertise in certain areas. And then on the other side, lead with the faith. And uh, so I, I did have the, I am in the process actually of develop, designing my um, customer experience management and the business side, strategy group, more um, structured around customer experience, but including the faith element. Uh, but in my personal blogging and just sharing who I am, my faith is for forefront in that. And so um, it was really just a journey for me to understand that there's a personal side that I could probably be more influential on the faith side. But as I built this business, it's all focused and anchored in faith, but the message of faith is not at the forefront. The message is help the customer solve the problem and their faith. My faith is an element in that and the faith of those who I work with is an element in that. But the the side where I really could express it was through my writings, through my blogging um, and through me personally as a speaker or a teacher, that that would be the place where I could be more free to share that message. So mm-hmm. I, it's all kind of still one, but yes. I realized that, you know, it's like different brands. You have Tide and then you have Downey. It's, I have Simmons Strategy Group and Perlinasimmons.com. Perlinasimmons.com is me personally sharing business and faith and teachings around that. And then strategy group is more let's build your business um from the operations to the messaging to fixing broken processes let's do all of that because that's what's forefront for you and then in my interactions with you that's where my faith come for, comes from yeah. comes forefront yeah in that no I love, that. Mm-hmm. I love that i love that because to come we- where i've had to separate it
0: Yeah, I love that you say that's actually all in one, but you lead differently depending Mm -hmm. on the brand. You know, so Mm -hmm. depending on your brand, you may be leading with the faith. If you're talking about your personal brand and how you show up in the marketplace, or if you're dealing specifically with business strategy and getting results for your clients, you're leading with business. So both Mm -hmm. things exist and they're under one umbrella, but how you lead with it depends on whether you're dealing with business first or if you're dealing with your personality personal brand and how you show up in the marketplace. So I love that being onto one umbrella, but how you lead depends. So yeah, everyone- it
1: really, it was really just, you know, helping people help, knowing that I didn't want to distract people first and foremost when they have a problem. It's just, yeah. you know, you need to address your problem first and then we can get you, you know, more involved into the faith element of it if that's you know where God is leading. So It's it's a a similar path of uh, nonprofit organizations when they go out, they help people first and then, you know, then they can bring in the faith piece because people have a problem that they're trying to solve. And with businesses, especially for mine, it's really a problem solving business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. You don't want to be pinning them over the head with scripture and they're like, What well, wait a second, I have a problem here. Yeah. <laughs> Help me with the problem before you give me all yeah. this scripture, you know, and give me faith. <laughs> so totally agree. Leading with that is important. So everyone's faith journey is slightly different. You know, how you become a believer of Jesus Christ and what your faith journey looks like differs for everyone. So I'd love to learn a little bit more about your specific faith journey and how you became a believer of Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, I um, my mom has has been really pivotal, pivotal in my um walk, and she raised us up to believe in Christ. But I accepted Jesus in my heart when I was six years old, mm-hmm. and then um, just continued to build on that. And I've often had to go back to him and be like, I, I messed up, <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. I messed it up. <laughs> told me, Holy Spirit, and you know. But it, I think that early foundation in my life um, has helped me to build on that over time and to come back to it and to always um, have Christ anchored at the center of my life and um, whatever I was doing. So decisions that I made, I wanted to make with understanding where God wanted to take me because I, I believe God had a purpose for my life. Um, and so that's where faith, that's where it started for me is as a young child. And then my mom raised us, she raised us through Christian schools and things like that. But I think what even even going into those environments I think God has um just had his hand on me and and I've seen that throughout my life um but I really did accept him into my life when I was young and several times over and over again since then
0: yeah definitely accepting him in your heart Um, At the age of six, I'm sure it's been a journey of forever going back, you know, and forever learning more and forever evolving. But like you said, he is the anchor. You know, I think scripture Mm -hmm. also says train up a child in the way that they shall go and they shall not depart from it. So as Mm -hmm. a child, you were trained in the way that you should go. And you always end up going back to it, right? So it's your Mm -hmm. anchor. It's forever your anchor. So I think that's awesome with that faith journey. Now, one of the questions I always love to ask on the podcast is how would you actually define the power of faith? What does that actually mean to you?
1: Yeah, well, the way I see um, the power of faith, I think I could best describe it in example of a project that I was working on. Um, it was one that was very complex and the organization that I was working with at the time had not succeeded at it. Mm. Um, and it happened to be a Christian organization. So it was okay for us to have prayer before every meeting, And that was the anchor of every single meeting, every single decision. We were on our knees and praying about that because we knew we had this, um, this kind of cloud hanging over us of the organization had not succeeded and they had tried it several times before mm-hmm. and and though it took a while to get through all of those different strategies and processes and the interactions with people we succeeded mm. um, and we we not only succeeded we set the organization up for success and yeah. that's that's to me faith faith um, is not just a word it's like you are seeking god to give you answers. Mm-hmm. Um, you, are asking, you are actively asking him for direction. Um, You're actively engaged in speaking with him on different situations and issues. And it's down to minor things and big things mm-hmm. and just asking for direction on how to go forward. And so that's where I see the power of faith coming from is that God has not left us without um, an answer or a source to go to. Um, when we have troubles he is our source and we can go to him whenever there's good things and bad things and knowing that knowing that he is there for us is Mm -hmm. the power that we have is the advantage that we have from others who don't have that um that source to go back to and so when god is at the center of our lives um and we can rely on him then we can know that he will answer for us and that yeah. may be yes, and maybe no, and maybe go this way, maybe go that way. Uh-huh. It may seem silly at times, like why would I do that? Um, you know, but the 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 answer turns out to be the right answer um, uh-huh. when you go, when you look back on it. So, yeah. I I've, I've seen him act in my life, and then I have the opportunity to look back on those op- when I'm in a situation. I can look back on those um, times when he was faithful and know, okay, if that situation resolved itself, even when I didn't understand, didn't resolve itself. If he resolved yeah. that situation, he always I didn't does. understand. Exactly. He will resolve this situation too.
0: And it's, it's amazing how we always forget, you know, we turn into like the Israelites and they forget, wait a second, didn't he yeah. just part the Red Sea? Now we're complaining about this next issue and not believing that you can solve this next thing. But I love yeah. what you said about it's the advantage. It really is. And people don't even really talk about the fact that the power of faith is really the advantage that yeah. we have to be able to ask God, to seek God. You know, as scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And mm-hmm. his righteousness and all these things will be added on you. So everything that you're desiring in your business and in your life, the answer is seeking him first, right? right. And that's what right. the power of faith is. And the fact that we have that advantage as believers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love that definition of the power of faith. And of course this podcast is all about faith in business. So mm-hmm. I have to also ask what would be your definition of the power of business?
1: Yes, um, and thanks for asking that. Business people have the opportunity to lead in so many different ways. I, I, I describe it in my book as they're like the tastemakers, the uh-huh. culture makers. And if people of faith are in the places of business and in high places of business, they can shape what that looks like. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm not just talking about, you know, there are different different opinions on how that Plays out, but I mean when a person really is connected to God, they can make a significant difference uh-huh. in the way things are the way our kids are educated the way um, music is promoted <laughs> the way um, the things that are important to us in society those things can be shaped by people of faith if those people of faith are in places of business yeah. um, i've seen that i've seen that happen i've seen how people are able to um, grow large businesses and take proceeds from large businesses and make an impact um, in the United States or globally. And I think that that's where the power of business really comes from is that when God has your heart, he also has your purse (laughs) and he, you know, he will direct and lead where to to give. um, Once he's met your needs through your business, there's the opportunity for generosity way beyond what we could ask or think. And so I see that the power of business is that it's an opportunity to advance the kingdom through the resources and revenues that we're able to generate. The, the interactions that we can have with people, um, they don't, we don't have to, like you said, hit people over the Bible with the head or over the head with the Bible, right. um, but a smile or a pleasant um, interaction can make a difference in somebody's day.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree. The power of business is really about how we can shape the culture, you know, mm-hmm. as, as believers. So that's awesome. So great nuggets, lots of good information from you, Perlina. Um, if people would like to learn a little bit more about how you help or if they're interested in working with you or learning more about you, what would be the best way for them to connect with you?
1: Sure. Um, you can go to my website at perlinasimmons.com or at the simmonsstrategygroup.com, depending on what your needs are. Um, but at perlinasimmons.com, you can go there and um, we have different challenges that we run. I have the book Smart Growth Strategies available for um, sale there, and also some ebook opportunities, um, free ebooks that people can sign up for that also talk about faith and business. Okay. There. Awesome. So, Perlina Simmons. And sometimes people spell my name P E R. It's Pearl, like a jewel. P E A R L I N A. Simmons with okay. two M's.
0: So definitely check out PerlinaSimmons.com. And if people are on social media, are you active or engaged on any particular platforms that you'd like to share?
1: Yeah, I am um, active on Facebook and Instagram. Um, You can look at Perlina Simmons um, is one or Perlina Writes. Perlina Simmons.Writes is on Instagram.
0: All right. So definitely check out her website and also check her out on social media. Thank you so much, Perlina, for joining us for this episode of Women Faith Plus Business.
1: Thank you, Nadine. It's a pleasure being here.
0: Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episodes or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract your ideal clients so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL to 31993.